Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Episode ooh, uh, episode 239, I want to say. 239. Larry here. And Anthony here. Um, I know we're in different different time zones, but I mean, mm. it's very it's very dark there. I didn't realize, I mean, I know it's bright out right now. Yeah, so, um, so I moved again. And, oh yeah, uh, look at that behind you. I didn't, yeah, the castle, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember a couple weeks ago. I said like, once you once you move to a castle, you kind of you kind of can't go back to anything else. Basically. So, so uh, yeah. So um, yeah, Peach's castle was was okay for a little while, mm-hmm. but um, there was a there was a whole incident with um, you know. I looked up in the ceiling. And, I told you not to. I told yeah, you not I, to. I know. I looked up in the ceiling, and then all of a sudden. I flew and wound up here. So, <laughs> um, so I thought. So I thought I would. So I thought I would just kind of, you know, stay here for a little while. I have noticed that the sun hasn't been out in six days. Oh, that's so, that's weird. Think, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, but you know what? I like it. I like dark. I like cold. You know. Yeah, nothing, I feel. Yeah. Nothing I feel I feel like a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of dread. Maybe I mean you got a heck of a, a security system there. I mean that wall looks fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah, nobody gets through the wall, which is great. And you got uh, you got some um, drones uh, flying yeah, around, I, did, you, I think. And I did, I have some drones, and there's definitely some there's definitely like top notch security. I think this one guy mm-hmm. um, loves to wear robes and stuff like that, but oh. um, never have to never really have to worry about anything. Uh, fair enough. Is there a grotto or? Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a grotto. There's you know. Um, I did find a I did find a, a little cemetery that's a bit oh. disturbing, but a little weird. You know, okay. Yeah, I know. The ground is fresh all the time. I don't understand that. So, it's well, you know, odd. Whatever. All right. Fair enough. Whatever. People knock on the door and then they're never seen again. You know, I honestly can't complain. Like, like okay. I was going to say, like, like door to door salesman. Yeah. Well, whoever it is, random people. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Whip it till it's good. Uh, all right. So, uh, well, good luck with this place. Hopefully you stay. I mean, there's only so many times that, you know, I, I hate to see you move so many times. You got to pack, unpack. I mean, it's got to be a just a torture. Yeah, no. It, no, it's it's absolutely torturous. It, it, it's, a, it's like, you know, but what can you do? Um, the, the, the good news is my landlord here seems to be really nice. So, oh, really? Know. Okay. Yeah, he looks malnourished, but otherwise pretty good. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I, I'm only assuming you're in Alaska since you said, you know, six, you know, for six days, the sun hasn't rose. But that's just me. I'm just guessing. No, I'm not I don't asking. know. He, I'm not probably. No, he speaks with an accent. So I don't know. Oh, okay. No. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll see how yeah. it goes. Um, hopefully you stay yeah. in this one. This one looks good. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, you're right there, a little itchy. Yeah, yeah, my neck's bothering me a little. Oh, okay, yeah. well, I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. Just put some. Uh, no, not at all. I can't remember the thing. Okay, well, in any event, uh, we're gonna. So we have a great episode here lined up this week. Uh, a fantastic uh, anniversary that we're going to be talking about uh, in a little while. But um, you know, it's funny. You know, every week, almost every week, not every week, but almost every week, I usually tend to show some stuff I've picked up throughout. Um, the time in between episodes and you know sometimes Anthony you give me a little bit of a not a scoff but like mm, he's just spending his money meanwhile you've dropped I don't know how much money already on a third castle so I don't want to see you even make a a wink at me when I start showing off what I got here hey look you know what the rent's cheap actually so oh it's probably less than it's probably less than what you uh what you paid for with this week's haul you know what you're probably right 
Uh, all right, so I got a couple things. Plus, be- you know, Airbnb, it's pretty inexpensive sometimes. That's true. That is true. Check out Airbnb, not a sponsor. Uh, two of the things, I got three things to show off here. Two of them I ordered a while ago. They just finally showed up. And one, um, I just, uh, if for no other reason, the artwork. Um, I picked up a copy on the Famicom, uh, which is, <clears throat> this is not a secret game, Transformers on Famicom. Uh, Mystery yeah. of Convoy. Yes. Now, notoriously difficult game, uh, terribly difficult game, uh, but this one is converted onto an NES cartridge. It's it's the Famicom version, but I just hmm. I, I love the cart and I love the artwork. It's just oh, very nice. you know what I mean. Nothing fancy. It's yeah. the Famicom game, just on an NES cart. I just love the way it looks. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Yeah, and I've seen another copy of this that had a... This didn't have a box with it, but someone had, like, a full NES box, and the card itself was, like, this bright um, chrome, like, this shiny chrome mm. color to the thing. I didn't get a chance to get my hands on that, but I kind of like this one anyway better, just the way it looks. So Yeah, that one is kind of cool. So this one's more going to be like a... Um, uh, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Display. Display, thank you. Display. So we got that. And then a couple of items here that, again, it's just new things that's making me fall in love with old systems. Uh, one, which I recommend anyone and everyone who has a Sega CD to go pick this up. Uh, this I got from uh, Castlemania. Uh, Castlemania. I don't know why I feel like saying Castlemania. I, I feel like I want to say something else, but it's... Yeah, well, you know, it sounds familiar to something. Nah, I don't know. I, but it's I with an talk. M. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in Castlemania. Uh, this is the uh, Sega CD backup RAM cart. So if oh. you remember, um, and this isn't anything fancy, it's just Sega CD had a RAM cart um, to basically expand on the memory to save games and stuff like that. And I think it also, because of a RAM cart, it might have expanded the RAM a little bit for some games to run a little bit okay. smoother or better. Uh, but this is just their version because I've, I have not seen an original Sega backup RAM cart, probably since I originally bought one back in like 91 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so compatible with the Genesis Model 1, Model 2, Sega CDX, the XI. You have the XI, right? Um, what is no, that I... thing? That JV... Oh, the JVC XI. Yeah, all right, so you do have an XI. Yeah, okay, yeah. so like you can use You were saying this. something else. I was thinking of something. Oh, okay, no problem. So you can definitely use this. It's They have like two versions. It's weird. They have like um, a straight-up Genesis one and then just like a Genesis Mega Drive one. But, you know, it's just mm-hmm. nice, clear. Oh, very cool. Very 90s, clear. Mm-hmm. So I recommend that. Uh, Again, <laughs> nothing fancy, but very cool. Then I got this other, I ordered this other thing, again, from Retrobit, that it's so simple, and it's so ridiculous. It is a PS1 memory card. Let me see if I can... Yeah. PS1 memory card. It's called MemCard Pro. It's oh, from... but I see something digital yep. on front. So it's eight. It's from 8BitMod. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially, it has... It takes micro SD cards. Oh. And it takes... That's kind of cool. Very cool. It takes up to a... I don't have one in here, but a 2 terabyte micro SD card. Okay, I challenge anybody to save two terabytes worth on a PlayStation 1. So do the math, because I'm not. An original PS1 memory card is eight megabytes. Yes. You figure it out. Because <laughs> my, I think this is only 16. That's only because 
I have like nothing. That's like else roughly, needs to, like, 32. That's like roughly two. If you had a two terabyte in there, that's about 240. Yeah. Um, thousand original memory cards, 240,000, I think memory cards or something like that. Um, so what's cool about this and it came in different colors. Obviously I got smoke black. Um, That's yes, you, you do see the little screen on front. It only powers no, up when it's 240, 2400. Oh, okay. Um, I'll take your word on it. Um, it's got the little screen on it. It powers up once it's in the system. And okay. I mean, it's just a straight up memory card. That's really all it is, but it's, I feel like it's better to have this and carry it around than having all those other memory cards. If you're heavy mm -hmm. into PS one games, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like convert them over. What's very cool. When you put it in, it boots up. Um, and like, you can actually, it'll tell you when it's reading and writing, which it's just kind of little, like the little thing is like, oh, okay. It's saving. It doesn't, does it display like a, like a, almost like a calculator or no. a beeper? <laughs> um, almost. No, no, for real. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what's, which I haven't tried yet, but you can access this memory card from a web browser. So it's, it is Wi-Fi, and you know, you can do more things like move, uh, mm -hmm. stored files around maybe even download saved files or something like that um but i if you're into ps1 and you're playing ps1 games even just to like to save on memory cards pick this up mem card pro totally worth it um just to note though it only works on ps1s like the original playstation the mm -hmm. smaller ps1 and original PS2s. It will not work on PS2 Slim. Uh, apparently because there's not enough power that would go to the memory card to actually run this thing. Uh, so, all right, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, totally worth it. Very easy to update. You know, you download the firmware, and as soon as it boots up, it starts updating itself if needed. So this is, I highly recommend that for PS1 well, uh, players. And, uh, with all the PS1 games that you play, I'm sure you'll get good use out of it. Yes, I will. Especially because I started playing more of them because of that good so uh and that's pretty much what i picked up today i mean i got my sega cd back um so that's working well that's all good to go and mm -hmm. um i haven't <laughs> we did get some people commenting responding to us and we love when when you guys and gals respond to us whether on social media or on the email or some of you can call us um on the dreamcast uh situation oh. where my Hyperkin HDMI wire doesn't work with all games. So um, everyone's giving me the same suggestion. Just unplug it and plug it back in. Like, finagle yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to finagle something that has power running through it. I think you should. And, like, I, I believe I told you this last time. I also think you should uh, live stream it. <laughs> you just see me get zapped. Like, ow, quit it. Well, ow, you know, I, I, it, it can only be good for the podcast if, you know, our... <laughs> Oh. Our, our viewers watch you get electrocuted. I'm in. Um, it reminds me of when I was on an airplane. I was and we were flying, and the TV wasn't working. And I, you know, I call over the flight attendant. I'm like, "Hey, you know, TV's not working." And the guy's like, "This is a true story." The guy's like, "See that box by your feet?" I'm like, yeah, like that. That's the TV unit. Kick it. I'm like, sir, I am not kicking anything that's electronic at 35,000 feet. I'm good to go. <laughs> I'll just take a nap. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll kick my Dreamcast. That's ultimately what's going to happen. There you go. Okay, can you live stream that? <laughs> I'll try to. <laughs> Please. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. So that's that's pretty much pretty much about it. Um, waiting for a wireless Super Nintendo controller to come in, but nice. uh, so far so good. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, I've I've had no shopping endeavors because okay. you know all, all my money has been 
going to my movie. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the moving a storage place must be like, all right, let's just give the Anthony special. Here we go. Yeah, you know what? I would really like it if you all would name that after me because at this point, they've gotten enough of my business. I mean, honestly, I'd at least give you some sort of discount. No, they, they just don't want to. If anything, the price, well, the prices have gone up. Yeah, it's true. You know, gas and they like they basically no, they basically like stop bothering us. <laughs> they're, we're tired. They're, we're we're tired of moving you all over the place. There are other places, or just stay. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You're not allowed to move anymore. Now, well. um, but uh, yeah, so cool, very cool, nice shopping stuff. No shopping stuff on my end. Okay. Uh, again, um, you know, once I'm settled into my new place. This is not my last stop here. No, <laughs> oh castle. man, no, I unfortunately, so. no, no, nah, it's right. too drafty. Okay, um, fair enough. So yeah, the uh, yeah the cold air is very biting. So <laughs> I'm gonna wind up. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe next week on next week's podcast. Careful the vegetable maybe, juice. I, yes, oh, uh, V8. Um, <laughs> both V8 drink. I thought it was straight. milk. <laughs> Um, I think next week, uh, next week, I may possibly be settled into the new place, if not the week after. So. Oh, okay. So, I'm, right. so I'm closing in, closing cool. in. We'll take it. Yeah. Well, trust me, I will too. I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so, so, uh, just curious. Um, so I know you haven't purchased anything except for that wacky castle. Um, any bit of news or anything like that that kind of came across from what you've seen? Uh, oh, retro news. You want to jump into retro news? I have some. Yeah, why not? It was just a little bit before we get into the big. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big All right, block. so um, yeah, because we didn't get to retro news last week. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. So yeah, and there's there's uh, there's a bunch of fun stuff here. Um, first one was, and I told you about this actually after we finished recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd bring it up this week on the show. Okay. But um, there is a company that has released a company called Epilogue. They've released something called the GB Operator. Oh, yeah. Basically, yes. what this is, it allows you to play your Game Boy cartridges on your computer. Yes. It's now, very it's a $50 cool. accessory. Oh, um, I thought it was way more expensive than that. Nope. 50 oh, wow. bucks. Um, and you bet you just uh, you hook you hook it up to uh, you just hook it up to your computer and you can put your Game Boy game cartridges in and play it right on your PC. It's essentially just a glorified Super Game Boy uh, that just plugs directly into the computer, which works. Trust me, which works totally. Yes. So, uh, and cool. the, the yeah, and the cool thing about it, it plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. Oh, good. All right, like Game Boy Advance is always and, tough to do. Yeah, and and here's here's the here's the one bit that may get you to buy it. <laughs> it's even compatible with the Game Boy Camera. Ooh, I can save a and lot of low res selfies. Exactly, and I know uh, I know you have a Game Boy camera. I so. do have a Game Boy camera. Yep. So you may want to you may want to pick this up. It works on Windows, Mac, and Linux. Good <laughs> Linux. Okay, so. cool. People still use Linux. Oh, I know, I know. I'm still I'll still mod. Um, yeah. And it's uh, expected to release in August. So cool. yeah, forty nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, that is way cheaper than I, I thought. It was like a three hundred. Maybe I'm thinking of something else then, because I thought it was like a three hundred dollar item. Nope. Nope, and it's a simple little, you know, it's like a clear, if you look at the picture, it's like a clear case, and you can see them, basically, the chipboard inside, mm-hmm. and that's it, that's all it is. Yeah, you know, it's funny, a lot of times, like, these electronics, is really nothing to it, like, yes, you know, it's weird to say, like, I've never seen the inside of, like, an electric guitar, 
And like for the first time yesterday, I saw the innards of an electric guitar. And there's like nothing to it. Like there's yeah. not a lot of wires to it, or whatever. So, uh, no. but that's that's cool. That's interesting. And again, a lot of big time game. A lot of big time games were released on the Game Boy. And I'm I'm always begging you to take advantage of the retro freak that you have and start buying those handheld games, especially a lot of the new ones. Um, yeah. You know, companies are focusing on Game Boy. Like I just ordered a game yesterday from limited run that's a game boy game and i am comfortable Another, in saying that i'm comfortable you, in saying that you, that's like your second purchase in a week with them isn't it no 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 it's the same the, it's the one that finally oh, went one. on pre-order okay, yeah a tailgater right. yeah well so, you know it, it's nice to know that you finally gotten through the 12 step process and admitted that you were the problem I, I feel all right i didn't say i was the problem i'm just saying i'm happy to open the door again for us to communicate and we are communicating and i'm happy which about is great that. I'm glad so, you're communicating with a company who had no idea you had very, a problem with them. Very, very um, comfortable with it. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, and, in, and, it's, and in terms of handheld games, I started buying some when I had the Retro Freak, and I was actually, you remember, like I bought the Zelda, Zelda Oracle yep. of Ages and Seasons, um, and I started streaming Ages, which I plan to get back to once I'm settled in my new place because I really want to finish it um, <laughs> and move on to Seasons. But um, yeah, no, I should start looking at that um, yeah they got a lot of cool you know, some looking there. at handhelds and i'll look to you for some recommendations yeah. and listeners and watchers of our podcast as well i mean if you guys what are some of your favorite handheld uh games like game boy game gear stuff like that because, yeah because anthony uh, can play game gear as well right his, right i can play game gear yeah. as well so, so very cool. uh, so i'm open to suggestions very cool all right uh, moving on to, let's see, what are my other bits of news here? Oh, interesting. Um, this was just announced a few days ago, but a company called Funstock. Oh, okay. Revealed yeah. that, you know Funstock? Okay. Yeah, they're the ones that uh, sell um, in England the Evercade. Yes. Yep. Okay. So they have, re- they have recently announced that they will be releasing several atari jaguar titles on cartridge for you to collect and play really like yes new new games oh okay okay no 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 reproduced cartridges of original atari jaguar games and they are atari jaguar cartridges Mm -hmm. such a weird they're gonna be it really is (laughs) um they're going to uh go for about 63 bucks but you get Okay. The cartridge with the you get the original game in box with instruction manual. I mean, I'm pretty sure those games went for probably a little bit more originally. You know, I remember we talked about it last week. You know, cartridges yeah. were very pricey. Um, they were, but the Jaguar, especially when ja- especially when Jaguar was like the first 64 bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, still is debatable. I guess I don't know. No, um, it really wasn't. Um, that's cool. You know, Jaguar. I never had an interest in Jaguar. Uh, Atari. That was a weird time for Atari. Yeah. Um, does it, I mean, I'm just starting out. Is there a list, or at least just a couple? Yeah. Of... There are there there are three games listed. Okay. Right now. Uh, one is called Head Over Heels. <laughs> okay. Um, I've heard of it. And uh, I don't know the game, so I'll read yeah, yeah. The, just I'll read the description from um, this is Bleeding Cool. They posted this <laughs> information. Bleeding Pool. Why would what would what would cause you to go to a website called Bleeding Pool? Oh, I don't know. It's just it was recommended to me by my. New landlord. Oh, all right. Well, he seems uh, like a cool guy. So, so uh, cool. head over heels. Uh, two distinct characters, Mr. Head and Mr. Heels, <laughs> are played in this game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
both separated at the shoulders but can join together to boost their abilities. I never want anyone to complain about my comedy, okay? <laughs> so game offers revolutionary gameplay, complex puzzles, and more than 300 rooms to explore. Oh, it's a puzzler. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, the second game is Impossible. Hmm. Impossible features the cape-clad superhero Monty Mole, who is recruited oh. by aliens to retrieve their sacred scrolls. I feel like I've heard that name before. Okay. Yep. Um, and then the last one is called Switchblade. It is a side-scrolling action platform game with run-and-gun elements where players assume the role of hero on his quest through a subterranean labyrinth in Undercity. I like the sound of that. Yeah, that one sounds get, really fun. I might have to get a Jaguar. Uh, the huh. aim of the game is to reunite 16 scattered fragments of the sacred Fireblade sword and use it against Havoc, an evil entity who broke free from his imprisonment. Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Uh, so those are the three games they've announced. Uh, the pre-orders start on August 2nd, and they will be shipping in September. Okay, cool. So there you go for fun stock. I got some time to get a um, uh, Possibly. Uh, there've, there's been a bit of Final Fantasy news lately. Hmm. Uh, we talked about the final. Uh, we, uh, so, last, so last month, Square Enix revealed that they would be releasing the first six Final Fantasy games in a new Pixel Remaster collection. Yep. Um, originally, it was announced and everybody thought, oh, we're getting all six at once. But now recently they've revealed that you are actually not getting all six at once. They're going to be two separate deliveries or at least two separate deliveries. Oh, okay. Um, Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 will drop on the PC on July 28th. So not not too long to wait. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I'm very curious to see what the Pixel remaster looks like. Um, some of the images that they show is actually really cool. Okay. So... Um, it's almost kind of like they took away the pixels. You know what I mean? Like everything's very smoother and cleaner. Oh, they, they, so they, I got you. Yeah, they just smoothed, smoothed, wow, smoothed down the edges. Correct. Yeah. So you're getting, so you will be getting the first three okay. July 28th if you are available, if you are interested. <laughs> I will be available. You will be available, but are you interested? Well, supposedly uh, they might. I mean, I don't know if it was in there, that article. They're supposed to be coming to uh, mobile as well. So, something something to look into because I not, definitely doesn't say anything there. I did not see that. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, I'm definitely then, interested in that. Uh, cool. And then we had re a few weeks ago we had mentioned that Final Fantasy IX is getting an animated series. Oh yes, remember? Yep. Um, now that is not the only franchise that is getting an animated series because it was recently announced uh, by Square Enix that. They plan to create the Legend of Mana oh. as an anime series. Interesting. So, Legend, it's called Legend of Mana: The Teardrop Crystal. Okay. It will be produced by Warner Brothers Japan and animated by Graphenica and Yokohama Animation Lab. Cool. So, like a um, Netflix. There is no, there's no release date. Okay. Um. So. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, the original Legend of Mana was a was a PlayStation game, actually released in 1999. Maybe you should pick that up since you have your um, my PS1 uh, your new memory card. Yeah, I thought yep. Legend of Mana uh, was Super and... Nintendo. No, no, that was PlayStation. Oh, okay. Um, and then the um, the remastered version was just released last month on yes. the Switch, PS4, and PC. I saw that. So. Yeah. So I'm guessing, yeah, obviously on the heels of releasing that, 
they dropped this piece of information that we're going to get an anime series. So that should be really interesting. Cool. Yeah, I hope Netflix. Uh, Netflix does good with their animes. That Godzilla anime right now is phenomenal. I will take your word for that. I have not seen (laughs) it. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm a little behind on everything since I've been in transition for the last gotcha. like, two months. I don't even know if you so. get internet. At, well, you do get internet. We're talking, but. Very no, right. no. You know, well, you know, Wi-Fi still works here. <laughs> Actually, Wi-Fi works here better than when I lived in Orlando. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay. And now we're getting to the the big bit of news. Um, and this is, I think, going to lead into. We have, t- we have two big bits of news. Okay. One of them is stemming off of. One of them is stemming off a piece of retro news that I shared with you a, few, a couple of days ago. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just, as a right before we started recording this, I actually posted it to our, our page, Facebook oh, page. Okay. But we all know how grading and collecting video games has become a bit of an obsession among collectors. It's getting now, weird, yeah. Yeah, now collectors have been driving up, especially during the pandemic. Now collectors have literally been driving up prices for trading cards, comic books, you know, Pokemon cards have become the latest craze. The pop vinyls um, shot up. The, it was the pop, crazy. Pop vinyl, yeah, pop vinyls are shooting up. Like, everything is going up. Um, and video games are not, you know, are not being overlooked at all. In, mm-hmm. in fact, they've become, they're becoming like the new fad for collectors. Okay. You know, it's just like, oh, this whole new genre they can jump into. Um, and, of course, Heritage Auctions, which is one of the most well-known uh, auctioning companies they've been benefiting like crazy mm-hmm. um it wasn't too long ago that we talked about uh a super mario brothers 3 game that went for like oh, i don't know like five hundred thousand dollars something some wacky crazy yeah, some man. crazy number um but there is a new world record oh, as of june as of july 9th there is a yeah there's a new champ in the auction business uh for video game cartridge because an ultra rare copy of the original NES Legend of Zelda oh. just sold on Heritage Auctions for $870,000. I mean, unless it's dipped in actual gold, mm-hmm. I, and again, look, I get it. I, 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 I've seen it firsthand. I've been to these collector shows and these card shows and everything. I get there's an audience there. All right. And in some way, I can almost kind of, understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. but on the with trading cards memorabilia yeah. you know stuff like that but with video games i hate to say it i i just don't see that because they're so readily available um mm-hmm. you know but 800 i mean almost nine hundred thousand dollars. that is again short mm-hmm. of being dipped in actual gold i can't I can't imagine why, especially Zelda. Well, well, here's what it is, because it's becoming the the trend with it is it's becoming the level of rarity, the specific game, like the specific item is has. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just a random Legend of Zelda you picked up in the store. And I think (laughs) that's what that's what makes a difference. Now, I'm not I'm not saying it's. $870,000. $870,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you remember the super Mario brothers cartridge, which I just looked up again, sold for $660,000. Okay. And if you remember, it was an original, it was in the original super Mario brothers box. Which means it was a game that did not come with your NES. Mm-hmm. And remember it had the cardboard tab on top. And it was like a first run or something like that. Yeah. It was a first run with the cardboard yeah. tab and everything like that in pristine condition. So 
this Legend of Zelda game is a 1987 copy, okay. which has a grade, which is sealed. Grade, mm-hmm. It has a 9.0 grade okay. in the grading system. But it's a grade 9 Rev A early production version produced for only a few months. And that's why they're throwing more value behind it because there weren't a lot of cop- copies of this specific Zelda made. Okay. I mean, so the only, I, I and the only other Zelda cart that's rarer than this one is the NES TM version, which is the true first production run mm-hmm. of Legend of Zelda. And as far as they know right now, there's only one sealed copy in existence of that hmm. specific run. So that's the even have it. right, exactly. Um, but um, that's the thing with these. It's like they're literally they're literally boiling them down to which production run were they? How many of them do we know are still in existence, and how many of them are still sealed in existence? Like when you when when you factor in all those pieces, that's how they're getting down to this whole. Okay. Oh God, this is like super rare. Fair um, enough. But again, eight hundred seventy thousand dollar rare. Yeah, mm. uh, you know, I, I mean, mean, yeah, it's it's I I don't because like when when you spend that much money on something, yeah, to me, I'm like I want to play it. Like I want to put it in. You know what I mean? I want to you know, get it into the NES and play it. Um, obviously, you know, they're not going to crack it open unless they're nuts, which I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, but yeah, Zelda. All right. I mean, look, you know, Zelda, Zelda, it's a great franchise. You know, um, I've, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen regular games on the market for crazy amounts of money, not almost 900,000, but crazy amounts. Right. And all right, you know, whoever picked, I don't know if it says who bought it or anything, but you know, whoever no, picked it, it up, got, hopefully he's a big Zelda fan. And uh, we'll enjoy staring at that box. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I would, I wouldn't mind having a graded <laughs> copy of Legend of Zelda, but mm-hmm. I, I don't need an eight hundred and seventy thousand dollar graded copy. Okay. How about yeah. an eight hundred seventy dollar graded copy? Yeah, that I no, that I'm okay. Interested Fair in. enough. Yeah, Fair enough. But uh, yeah, just eight hundred seventy thousand dollars. Just absolutely that was, crazy. That was back when Zelda was good. So. What? What do you mean when Zelda was good? Zelda's I mean, never been bad. Um, you know, I don't want to bring this up because I know how much you love Zelda, and you know it's kind of no, like, no, no. Know. And and we have we have talked about this a little bit. And mm-hmm. when I say a little bit, it's just one little thing you messaged me. And <laughs> I really wanted you to bring it up on the podcast because. I love it when you make yourself look like a villain to everybody. Well, that's not how can I look like a villain? I just want to be like you know. I feel no, like it's gonna okay. be like slapping your firstborn in front of you. No, 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 go, no, go right, go ahead, Ganondorf it up. Let's go. Okay, all right. You know, I'm I'm gonna say it, and I have no problem saying it. And I think it's not the only game in the series. It can probably stem to when the game really switched over, probably at like Wind Waker, maybe, but. I'm not saying I'm not saying Wind Waker fully full. Breath of the Wild stinks. Okay, yeah. Breath of the yeah. Wild yeah. is not a fun game. I'm sorry, and the whole reason behind it, it looks gorgeous. Don't get me wrong, it looks beautiful on the Switch, and it was in the game. I mean, if Breath of the Wild or Odyssey would, if Odyssey would have been released like at launch. 
they're better. Yeah, they were better off going with let's go with Breath of the Wild because it looks beautiful and it looked beautiful on the Wii U because, you know, the version came out on Wii U. But and I don't know where it started. And it kind of the reason why I canceled my um, Skyward Sword HD uh, order, because I can't deal with weapons that have a life bar. And to me, that is the stupidest thing between that having to cook, having to, all right, being cold and stuff is fine, but I I want, it's a video game. I want to be able to go in, find a sword. Okay, I'll upgrade my sword, which by the way, there's a hack out, not a hack, but there's a, a workaround somewhere out there where you can get the master sword very, very early in Breath of the Wild. I saw an article or something real quick on it. Um, I got to start off beating these things with tree limbs, Right or throw an apple at them, and then just to have my stuff break on me? No, I don't. I don't want to have to live in the video game. You know, like Zelda Three: uh, Link to the Past was great. You go in, you find your dead uncle, you grab his sword, you grab his shield, and you move on, and you just go. That's what I want. I tried, and I tried when they announced Breath of the Wild Two. I'm like, you know what? I own Breath of the Wild. Let me. I've never. I never really deep dove into it. Let me deep dive into it. I didn't get that far into it. I froze myself to death. That's how far I got into it. Because I was there too early. Even though I finally figured out how to cook. But I'm like, I don't need this. I just want to go and play. And, and, also because of this, I think I am very much reconsidering my digital only um, stance. Because I own Breath of the... Actually, I originally bought Breath of the Wild on cart. I sold that back to download it digitally. So, yes, I spent more money in the end, but I wanted it digitally. But now I'm stuck with it because I can't sell it back again. Breath of the Wild is not good. And I'm telling you right now, and I know people are going to agree with me. Are you, are you done? I, I'm done. It, it's totally because of the weapon system. And the video I posted from Lowbrow proved me right funny it's a funny video but it proved me right it's like i'm gonna hit you with a sword oh my sword just broke what the hell i don't want that that's yeah. that's a that's a care i don't need in my life that i'm for now so no, no rebuttal no retorts no here's why it is a good game and here's why this is a smart well, I'm gonna start with I'm, I'm gonna Game start engine? with Metacritic. I'm gonna start with Metacritic. I don't want Metacritic. No, I don't want some people paid to talk no, no, about no, it. No, no, I want your no, opinion. No, no. Okay. Wanna, okay, okay, no, no. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with Metacritic, which over 109 critic reviews, the average score is a 97 out of 100. Look, I stopped listening That's to. to start. I stopped listening to movie critics years ago when someone reviewed Forrest Gump saying it was a terrible movie. Okay. So I stopped listening to critics long. I care about what you think and what our listeners think. Ah, okay. So you are 100% without a doubt. What? 100% wrong. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> the game, the game is a visual technical masterpiece. Visually beautiful. One of the best. But the game the gameplay is fantastic. Horrific. The challenge, the challenge is brilliant. 
the way that they have changed the way you think about how the Zelda universe works, awesome. You just don't like the fact that you have to adjust and adapt. No, it's just, no, it, look, I, I wasn't you that want, cr- You want, no, no, here's what you want. You want here, we're going to give you what you want and then just go do stuff. What, look, the original Legend of Zelda you know did it right when you when you started with no weapons you had to find the first weapon even though it's it's right there but no one really knew that in the beginning so that's fine you find your weapon but then i don't need it i don't need the, the swing and all of a sudden I just have the you know the the hull or whatever they call it the handle you know I, that's the only thing that's here or oh i got a you know a tree branch to sw- okay well here's perspective link is waking up a hundred years after this brutal war, right? Okay. Where everything got desolated and stuff like that. Hyrule Warriors. So yeah. all of these weapons lying around, let, let's just say, from mm-hmm. story perspective, all these weapons are lying around, right? They've been they've been lying around and um, you know, and basically rotting or degrading for a hundred years. No, 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 think, I don't, I, I don't do buy think, that. No, no. Do you think do you think that they're just going to work perfectly? I'm not talking about the way you start with a tree branch. I'm not, I don't want to swing a tree branch. Okay. I want to be able to get my sword. Okay. But you, if you wake up in the middle of a, you know, in the middle of a desolate land, right. Mm -hmm. And there's something coming at you. And the only thing you see around you to defend yourself with is a tree branch. What are you going to do? Listen, there's two things. You either run towards it or run away from it. And if I'm the hero of the story, everyone is screwed. Okay. Because, you know, that's true. I, you're, if I, yeah, you're, you're definitely I mean, first off, you're definitely running away. Um, no, you know, you either run away or you know, you 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 try you know bow up to them, and if you try and pretend that you're bigger, you know, dominance. Um, but I, I just, it's a video game. I don't want. Fine, all right, fine. I get the story of things lying around and everything, but I I I don't want to like even like in in um a link between two worlds or a link between worlds, the 3ds Zelda game, which again, great game. Mm-hmm. But then that's when they like they did like this rent this rent system this rentable system where you rented your sub weapons. You didn't really find them. You literally rented them, mm-hmm. and you can lose them. Then you got to go back and rent them again, or you can only hold two or three at a time. No, it, it's there was nothing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It it adds to the challenge and the strategy behind it. Then make you have to then be make. Strict- you have to be strategic in which weapons you use against which enemies. That's what you the dungeons are for. Yeah, but the, right, but the, but in Legend of Zelda, there aren't really dungeons in Breath of the Wild. Well, yeah, you got the the, the challenges or whatever. Uh, let's face facts; they're dungeons, you know? kind of sort of. Kind of. Well, they're only not really. I mean, in really. terms of um, you have to go somewhere, do point, something, and then defeat an enemy. Uh, the point is. They added more to the game to again up the challenge, up make it make it a different experience than you've ever had before in a Legend of Zelda game. And I think they did an incredible job. And so do and so do almost every single critic who's ever done it. And not only not just critics, but everybody I know who who's played Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. has absolutely loved it. So you are definitely in the minority here. Um no, great. I never said it was a majority. Yeah, no. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, even when they're wrong. You know, you, you're you're wrong a lot. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm gonna leave you with this. I'll leave you with this. I don't need to walk around Hyrule or whatever it is for 20 minutes 
cooking, uh, you know, making all these different recipes, finding stuff, defeating enemies, you know, keeping myself warm for three minutes at a time or whatever like that. And, you know, just because I forget to save, I got to go back and I got to do that all over again. It's not happening. Well, you, you're the well, you're the one who didn't save. It's, you know, auto save is there for a reason, people. So did you, did you ever play? Did you ever play The Sims? Uh, uh, no. Did you ever play any simulated game? Well, Sim City, Sim City, yeah, okay. Sim City, Sims, right? Sim City, where you basically spent your time building a city, right? Well, like yeah. After, after I unlocked the million dollar code, yeah. Oh, okay, so you had to cheat. No, it was a, I saw it in Nintendo Power and it made it made life a little easy. Right. So you had to cheat. Okay. I wouldn't say cheat, but I but would what say, I'm just saying, you know, like you basically system. you basically spent time building a fake city and watching it run. And destroying it at times by my own hand. Right. But what I'm saying is God. like there are there are there are tons of games that do that have like simulated life in them. So in what? other words, like The Sims, The Sims is one of the most popular video game series of all time. Agreed. Where basically all you're all you're doing is living a pretend life, which involves yep. cooking, sleeping, you know, creating a social life, getting a job, like doing all of these things. And it's like, well, why would anybody want to do that? You have to do that in real life. Look, I this mean, game, Sims. This, this, this Breath of the Wild added challenges that could be considered more realistic. You don't like your video games to be more realistic. If Link was walking around with a green diamond over his head, then I'd be like, "All right, this is the pure, you know, essence of the game," and I already know that walking in, which is why I never bought a Sims game. I don't need to know how my life can be a hundred times better fictitiously than it is right now in reality okay but i just all i'm saying is that it's a zelda game i just want to play a zelda game let the challenge fall with the dungeons let the challenge fall with the bosses but don't give me a stupid bow and arrow that for some reason snaps after like seven times using it and i'm leaving it at that i'm just saying i'm leaving it at that bottom line this guy breath of the wild i don't okay blah and for those of you who disagree with Larry, I would really like to hear from you through Facebook, through Instagram, through our email. Hell, I'll even throw one of you on the show to talk to him about it. <laughs> <laughs> because this one, this, this is definitely, this is, no, this is definitely one game where um, I could not disagree with you more. Again, somebody who put over a hundred hours into the game because he just, I absolutely loved good every single minute of it um it was a game that was easy to adapt to also the game does not make life easy to adapt to in it and this is the master sword i will die on okay it is not easy it took me you don't, you don't even four years you don't even deserve to, you don't deserve to bring up the name master it sword took, let alone say you're gonna die on it how long has it been out what since 2017 four years yes. it took me to figure out how to properly cook something so i can stay warm for three minutes <laughs> it's not it's not that hard it apparently it was okay well well you you and i have different adaptability good this would be a in, very in boring podcast so yeah. it would be so uh, i'm i am so i am sorry that you are unable to adapt to a <laughs> video game as brilliant as legend of zelda breath of the wild uh, i'm brilliant there's a fine line between genius and genius and insanity okay and that game 
it that is, is a tight tedious. tight Thank wire much. to walk over. So, no, I actually what? think you. I think you are the tight wire, and you kind of fell off. Not you know, not old, not old genre, uh, not old games will have every great home run. But in any event, yeah. I digest, and let's well, move forward. And yes, let's, let's move on. Let's move on from the home run that was Breath of the Wild. Thank you very okay. much. The the garbage that is Breath of the Wild. Um, let's move on. But just to, I think to something that we can I think, I think, agree you, I think you're going to lose your game. I think you're going to lose your gaming card. Like they're like literally Nintendo is going to show up and repossess everything <laughs> you own of theirs. Look, I, I, listen, I'm all for the uh, the OLED Switch. Okay, <laughs> can we talk about that yeah, for a minute? Be, no, you're not going to be allowed to buy one. Let, let me. It just don't. I, I literally just dawned on me. I, I didn't even think about. It. We yeah, talk about yeah, this in, in pre-production. We should, we should bring up. Yes. Let's let's bring that up. We might we might go a little mm-hmm. long here. Uh, Nintendo just announced the um, the Nintendo Switch OLED edition. Um, mm-hmm. So if you wanna, you know, if you want your tree branch to break on an OLED screen, you can watch it in beautiful, vivid color as you sit there and go, "Oh, I gotta find another tree branch." If you want to play one of the greatest games ever created. You can do that on the new OLED Switch. So, um, I mean, this thing is, you either love it or you think it's the stupidest thing on the planet. Uh, basically, long story short, all it is is a slightly bigger Switch mm-hmm. with an OLED screen instead of an LCD screen. Uh, and the um, the base has a built-in uh, Ethernet port. Beyond oh. that, there's really a little bit of bigger memory, probably a little bit of a longer battery life. Beyond that, there's no difference, and I th- and that's why oh. people are up in arms. Yeah. So when are you ordering it? Honestly, uh, I was at first. I'm like, all right, let me let me pick it up because it would be nice to have like a nice fresh system. You know, mine's going on mm-hmm. four years now. But yep. in reality, it's still it's still. When docked, it's still 1080p in handheld mode. It's still mm-hmm. 720 or 780. Yeah. I don't know why I keep forgetting that. Um, and other than that, there's no difference. All it is is just a better... Which, look, OLED is beautiful. Looking at an OLED screen is gorgeous. So games mm-hmm. are going to pop better. But they're only going to pop in handheld mode. TV mode, there's no difference. So it really doesn't... It, it, all joking aside, in, in, in all seriousness... There's no reason for any current Switch holder, in my opinion, to get the OLED edition. If you've never owned a Switch, absolutely go get the OLED edition. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If anything, I might just... Because they did say that the dock and the original Switch, we'll call it, are compatible with each other. So you can use the old Switch on the new dock. You can even use the new Switch on the old dock. I might just get the dock for the ethernet port um because that does make it a little bit better than wi-fi especially playing like yeah. super smash brothers they actually recommend to hook up oh, via ethernet mm-hmm. um but beyond that I, I don't and i'm not saying it's a stupid idea i'm just saying if you currently have a switch no need to upgrade if you don't own a switch ever go for it and that's really it i don't understand the well i do understand because it's the internet and no, no people have nothing else to do um, you know, just up in arms about it. Like, where's our Switch Pro? Well, and that's the thing. They were, uh, I mean, if Nintendo was designing a new Switch, people expected more to come out of it. That's all. Uh, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem to make, to your point, like, it doesn't make any sense to announce a new Switch when a bunch, you know, when a bunch of Switch owners are like, wait a minute, 
You know, we're not going to buy that. Why would we just buy that? Because it's a new screen. It doesn't make any sense. So what they're basically, you know, what, what fans are up in arms about is that Switch is basically, and Nintendo's not really offering anything new um, or different or bigger enough worthy of purchase. And that's why people are upset. Um, personally, again, this is one of those things where it's like, it doesn't bother me any because I, would, I wouldn't buy a new Switch anyway. I have one. You know, OLED screen aside, it's like I don't see a purpose in buying a new Switch unless this one breaks. I mean, again, if I played purely in handheld mode, well, if I played purely in handheld, mm. I probably would have gotten a light by now, a Switch light. But if I played oh, yeah, purely, yeah, if I played purely in handheld, I probably would get it because again, because of the OLED yeah. screen, and if I'm always playing in handheld, yeah, if I if I get that screen to pop, then I'm good to go. You know what I mean? But yeah, mm -hmm. I play 99% of the time, which is funny because on the Wii U. 9 said of the time, I played on the gamepad, which was weird. But most of the time, I'm playing Switch on the TV. So, yeah, there's no reason for it. Yeah. Again, I might get the, I might upgrade the dock. That's about it. Um, Are they selling the dock separately? Yes. Dock will be sold separately. Okay. Even the current uh, docking station is sold separately on the okay. Switch yeah, see, uh, website. That, to me, that makes sense. That makes sense. Buy the dock because of the Ethernet connection. In fact, yeah. I, have, I already have a second Nintendo Switch dock because I had one in my bedroom. So I just bring the switch oh. into the bedroom, and just do that. Doc was like fifty bucks or so. Um, okay. But beyond that, yeah, it's you know Nintendo didn't announce at E three; they just posted something on 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 uh, social media. So that's why it's just like, all right, here's a newer version, kind of like when they did like that when they first upgraded the switch a little bit, where it just gave like a little bit more battery power to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, really, there's no difference. So, is yep. what it is. It's out there. Again, you know, for current Switch owners, I think me and Anthony can agree, maybe not worth it. But for brand new Switch owners, uh, go for it. It's definitely worth it at that point. So, yeah, exactly. So, and that's and, Nintendo. Uh, yes. Nintendo and, doing what Nintendo does, make their announcement, and they basically say, if you don't like it, too bad. Well, look, it's marketing. And, you know, it's, it looks, it's got them here for over 100 years. So, that's very true. Um, um, and Nintendo, you know, Nintendo has a lot to offer because, again, um, what we're going to wrap up here in a little bit is a Nintendo property that is just, I'm a year older than it, and Anne is only a couple years older than it, and it's bugging me personally because of how old this amazing game is, and probably to a lot of us, probably one of the first, if not the first, like, arcade game that I remember being like, oh, there it is. Yep. And Ant, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, we are talking about uh, the 40th anniversary of one of the most iconic video game franchises and characters of all time, uh, Donkey Kong. Yep. Dude, Donkey dude, Kong. Dude, 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 Donkey dude. Kong was released in arcades July 9th, 1981. Wow. Uh, and then went on to revolutionize, you know, not only the video game industry or the arcade industry, but Nintendo. Oh, yeah, it totally, um, because, I think, yeah. it made Nintendo. Well, uh, made well Nintendo, it's one of the things that... I was going to say real quick, made right. Nintendo for the video game era of Nintendo. Yes. So, yeah, one of the things that, uh, yeah, that helped put Nintendo on the map. Also helped put uh, Shigeru Miyamoto on the map mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, because he was assigned to it. Um, it was originally, um, he was asked to convert their radar scope arcades, yep. which were kind of a flop, into kind a of. new game. Very much a flop. Yes. flop. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were a complete flop. So, so he took those radar scopes and wound up creating Donkey Kong. Now, um, Donkey Kong, of course, the obvious thing introduced us to the the villainous ape who became a lovable ape over time. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and then also we were introduced to Pauline for the first time. Yes, Pauline, who uh, I heard uh, has seen better days at this point, but Pauline was introduced back then. The first yeah, heroine. Pauline. Well, no, no, she's she's doing fine. She's the mayor of New Donk City. Oh, that's true. I forgot she got reelected. Yeah. Yes, okay. So yeah, yeah, she 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 fell she fell out of grace for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumors were she was in a, a trailer park with uh, Mario and Luigi's cousin um stanley uh but she uh she worked her way up um worked her way back up into the you know becoming mayor of new york city and super mario odyssey which was great and of course um we can't talk about donkey kong without the introduction of Jumpman, who later became mario yes who who became a villain in the next game it was very weird they did a flip-flop they did a double turn yes they did donkey for donkey kong jr but uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of introductions, a lot of firsts with this game that we'll we'll talk mm-hmm. about here. Um, let's go with yeah. it. Well, what I find interesting about first off, the the one thing I find interesting about the game itself is that you get you know you had Donkey Kong, you had Pauline, but then they didn't bother to give Mar- like Jumpman a name. They just called him Jumpman because jumps, and it's like it's like interesting <laughs> choice there. You know, it's what like. I mean? it's like Miyamoto, they're on the truck. We need a name for this guy. What is that yeah. uh, jump man? All right, roll yeah, with he, it. He's a man who he's a man who jumps. <laughs> jump man. Mario, so, that's a stupid name. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, you know, thanks to the success of Donkey Kong, you know, obviously Nintendo benefited from it really well. Um, we've had numerous games. Um, Numerous Donkey Kong games, uh, God, all the way until recently. They just announced that there's a new Donkey Kong game coming. So, oh yeah, so, yeah, yep, yeah. I believe Tropical Freeze was the last one to come out, and that was in 2014. Yeah, they they did a um, they did a couple of reissues like on the 3DS and on the Switch, but yeah, Tropical Freeze. You're right, it was like the last yep. original. Uh, I think it was on the Wii, right, or the Wii U. Uh, it was on the Wii U. Wii U. I thought it was on the Wii. U. It was on the Wii um, U, uh, and they did re-release it on the Switch. I think in 2018. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, just to celebrate the 40th anniversary, I thought I would jump into some fun facts yeah. about it because you know yeah. we all know Donkey Kong is iconic. Uh, first thing to throw out there, of course, is the very, very well-known lawsuit that took place oh, after Donkey Kong was released by. Um, Universal Studios, because Universal thought it was copyright infringement over their <laughs> King Kong franchise. It sure bit them in the butt. It really did. Uh, it really did. And the, thanks, you know, Nintendo's lawyer wound up getting them off the hook. Yep. Um, from that, uh, not only what that, going to say it screwed Universal in the end because uh, what's his face is family RKO uh, whatever. They're like uh, Universal. What are you doing? We own the rights to King Kong. So it caused Universal mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other issues, and you want to talk about a, a cluster of a situation between that with King Kong. That's a whole other story. But, um, yeah. yeah, Universal had to pay for Nintendo's le- legal fees, their own legal fees. Oh, yeah. it, was a, it was wild. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so some fun facts about just Donkey Kong, Donkey, Donkey Kong franchise uh, overall. 
Um, Donkey Kong was the uh, well, first of all, Donkey Kong was originally supposed to be a different franchise. Yes, I love this story. Yes, so originally the game was designed as a game for Popeye, yeah, the Sailor Man, and <laughs> uh, it was not to be, be confused with, with Popeye the Gardener. Well, I don't want anybody to confuse it with Popeye's fried chicken. Fair. So, oh, that's true. That's right. So you get very <laughs> confused. So originally the game was supposed to feature Popeye, Olive Oil, and Bluto. And you mm -hmm. can obviously figure out which roles each one was supposed to be. <laughs> but but Nintendo could not get the rights to Popeye. So they morphed this game into Donkey Kong the rest is history mm -hmm. off of that. But it was really interesting that this game wasn't originally – it was originally created for something with a different purpose. Yeah, right. Um Donkey Kong was the first game to tell a story via cutscenes, mm -hmm. which, you know, so many games do today. Um, so, and then in, uh, again, these are random. Uh, I'm getting, uh, I just pulled up some stuff from yeah. the factsite.com. Okay. Um, some random things we may or may not like, but, uh, <laughs> and it jumps, it jumped. No, I'm just saying it jumped around a bit too. Okay. Um, so in nine, uh, so one of the famous series of Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong Country. Oh my God, that game um, when that came out on Super Nintendo blew mm -hmm. my mind the way it looked. Like these graphics on a Super Nintendo this is ridiculous. Yep. So in 1994, Donkey Kong Country became the best-selling Nintendo game not bundled with a console. Oh, <laughs> okay. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, Donkey Kong's interesting about Donkey Kong's movements. Um, are actually not based on a gorilla. They're based on those of a horse because they thought gorilla movements didn't work as well. So if you play, if think of it, if you think about the way Donkey Kong moves in, in Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Country, Country, okay, yeah, you'll see that yeah, he doesn't he actually move like a gorilla. Yeah, he gallops. Yeah, I guess he does gallop. All right, I never thought of that. Yeah, interesting thing about that, right? Yeah. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, you, know that uh, you brought it up. You brought it up before in Donkey okay. Kong Jr. Mar Mario is actually Donkey Kong's abusive owner. Yeah, Don yeah. Mario went went rogue there for a little while. Yeah, Mario went Mario went a little crazy. Uh, maybe he got a little upset because Donkey Kong kidnapped Paul. So true. now he kidnapped Donkey Kong, <laughs> and then in Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong's son has to save him from Mario. Great game. Great game. Yep. Uh, let's see. In 2008, um, a man by the name of Don Hodges found an Easter egg buried in the depths of the Atari 400's version of Donkey Kong okay. that displayed the coder's name on the credits screen after a series of actions were completed. The coder was Landon M. Dyer. Hmm. So, and one of the one of the things about video games back then is there were no credits, so yep. coders did not get an actual credit in the game. Yeah. It was just the game was released and that was it. Um, and then the famous one, obviously, Adventure yep. on Atari, where if you did certain things, you would find a room with the actual coder's name in it. Mm -hmm. So um, this is no surprise that somebody managed to uncover a coder's name in another game. In this case, it was the Atari 400 version of Donkey hmm. Kong. Yep. Um, Donkey Kong 64... We talked about this, I think, even last week. Yes, we did. If it's the one I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, has the world record for the most yep. in-game collectibles of any game today. There are 3,821 collectibles in the game. Wow. 
<laughs> so Larry, since you're not playing Breath of the Wild, I offer Good. you a challenge. Go to play Donkey Kong 64 and collect all 3,800 right. collectibles. I think I will. I think I will. Gotcha. Uh, we talked about Pauline. Um, and Pauline. Oh, how about this one? The the trademark Nintendo trademarked the phrase it's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> in 2001. Genius. Um, after it appeared in Ice Cube's song, Now that's I Gotta Wet Ya. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, that's where it came from. I didn't realize. All right. It's all yeah. like Donkey Kong. Ice Cube. It's, it's Ice Cube's fault. Thanks, Ice Cube. Yep. Uh, there are over 35 different versions of Donkey Kong um, in terms of ga- or 35 different games over the franchise. Oh, okay. We just mentioned, we yep. mentioned a few of them. Do you remember the TV show Donkey Kong Country? Vaguely. Uh, it came out in 97, aired for mm-hmm. two seasons with 40 episodes, and it aired in France and the United States. Okay. Uh, Donkey Kong made his film debut in what, 2015 movie? I'm going to assume... You know. Oh, well, I was going to say Wreck-It Ralph, but uh, either that or Pixels. I just don't know which one came out first. It was Pixels. Okay. Pixels came out first. That was so. Donkey Kong made his debut in Pixels. That was fun. I'm not saying Pixels was a it was a like an Oscar winning movie, but it was fun to see that and like that being the climax of the movie. That was really mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Um, a few other things. Uh, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, who we talked about, created Donkey Kong. Actually, hated Donkey Kong Country so really? much that he that he publicly said. Donkey Kong Country proves that players will put up with mediocre gameplay as the art is good. Wow. That is okay. And, um, yep. hmm. I guess I can kind of see where he's coming from with that. Interesting. Yep. Uh, yeah, because, and, like, do you just real quick? Ahead. I mean, when, when Donkey Kong Country was first announced, like, what was your yep. thoughts in seeing that? Because I still remember, I'm like, how the hell can you do this on a Super Nintendo and get these amazing. I'm not going to say lifelike, but like these amazing 3D graphics, the way Donkey Kong was, Donkey Kong Country was. Yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I really didn't understand how they were going to pull it off. And yeah, leave it to Nintendo. They always manage to figure it out. And I think Miyamoto has a point. I mean, I probably did end up buying Donkey Kong Country because it looked awesome, you know, as opposed to any sort of gameplay, Um, which I know is kind of like the the MO at the time. But when Donkey Kong Country came out, we had enough magazines and everything to be able to get a better grasp of how the game is played. Um, But still, that was, yeah, I think I bought that purely on, like, aesthetics. Yeah. So I I remember buying it because um, I thought it just looked like a cool game to play. Okay. Uh, It it just, again, it it looked visually very bright and fun and... um, it just and then from the commercials, it looks so smooth. Exactly. Um, you know. And so yeah, and when I picked, it, yeah. It, yeah, that and again, it had that three D look to it. So when I picked it up, I was definitely not disappointed. Okay. One of the best games on the Super Nintendo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, interesting. This is an interesting fact that there is know, no Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Breath of the Wild. No, but there should be. No, no. Uh, Donkey Kong has had five different developers create games for it, the hmm. franchise. So not just Nintendo. But you had Rare. Oh, Rare. Yeah, Rare did the Rare. Country Series. Yeah. Yep, they did the Country Series. Namco. Really? Uh, Retro Studios and a company called uh, Paon or Paon, P-A-O-N. I've never heard of them. Fair enough. But they've all created Donkey Kong games. Okay. Um, 
Donkey, uh, here's an interesting one too. Donkey Kong was initially pitched as a don as a boxing game called Donkey Kong Country, with a new 3D visual style. The creators rare, the creators at Rare pitched the idea to Miyamoto, and they gave the nod to create a game with this style of graphics. Hmm. That's so Don that's how we got Donkey Kong Country. It was so originally pitched as a boxing game. That's weird. Which basically comes full circle with punch out on the Wii because the final because, boss in that is Donkey Kong. Yep. Very and that was the little, that was the last bit of that oh, piece of news I was going to tell you. There you go. So very nicely done. No, very nicely done. Uh, also, um, enough, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you do. Oh, I, 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 I if you have more facts, this might be one of them. Um, I do. Another fun fact, uh, Donkey Kong on the Game Boy was the first Game Boy to take advantage of the Super Game Boy graphics. In other words, when you put the game mm -hmm. into a Super Game Boy, it had its own. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, this is probably their first time on the show. Yeah, go on there on the castle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of mice probably there to eat. So. Yeah, um, she, she'll have fun. <laughs> um, uh, Donkey Kong on Game Boy again was the first game to take advantage of the Super Game Boy with custom mm -hmm. borders and like a full color palette on the Super Game Boy uh, and also oh, that's really cool an amazing puzzler to play so again and that's one I recommend Donkey Kong on Game Boy okay good to know um, the name Donkey Kong comes from a mashup of King Kong a Japanese mm -hmm. phrase used across the country for a gorilla they actually call gorillas their King Kong um, and the first English word creator Miyamoto found to describe stubborn and dumb <laughs> donkeys. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how he got that's how he got the word yep. donkey. Yep, donkey. Um, uh, the villain Mankey Kong. Okay, I don't remember which game he was the villain in. Uh, yeah, but Mankey Kong is the only. Kong mm. not to be part of the Donkey Kong family. Ah, okay. So you got Donkey, Diddy, Dixie, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Mankey Kong is actually not related to the rest of the Donkey Kong family. The Samoa Joe of the Kong family. Okay. Yep. Um, three Donkey Kong games that were announced and got canceled. Hmm. There were three. Uh, Don uh, there was Donkey Kong Coconut Crackers. <laughs> okay. Diddy, Diddy Kong Pilot. And Donkey Kong Racing. Donkey Kong Racing. Actually, it was Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Okay. It became I, Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, okay, okay. Diddy Kong Pilot, you know what? That might have been incorporated into Diddy Kong Racing. Because I think it, there was it some... probably was. Yeah, I think there was some airplane... Like airplanes in Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, all mm -hmm. right. Yeah, you know, that's another one. You know, Donkey... Like, the games as they came out... Um, uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, I think it was called. With the ones that came with the, yep. with the bongo drums. Um, yep. and I think there was another Donkey Kong game that incorporated something like uh, on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, so, um, again, very innovative, even with their controls. Uh, they, it seems like they went like where Nintendo always goes innovative with a new game system, like software wise, they're like, well, we have this new peripheral we want to put out. Well, let's give it to Donkey Kong. All right, let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. And, and I, I never played Jungle works for them. I wish I played Jungle Beat. I never played Bongos. Jungle. Yeah, I never played Jungle Beat either. Uh, yeah, let's face it. Uh, you and Rhythm don't get along. Wow. So, um, very accurate. And the and the, well, you know, just pointing out the obvious. <laughs> very and then accurate. the last bit to, to share about Donkey Kong is the franchise itself 
on console has sold over 40 million games. I believe that. Which is pretty respectable. Oh, totally. Uh, look, Donkey Kong, yeah. really, you can't go wrong. I can't think of many bad Donkey Kong games. I'm not saying they're out there, not out there, but, you know, the but the go back to the original. And for the longest time with the original Donkey Kong, you know, the port to the Nintendo, oh, a port to everything, mm-hmm. really. Uh, the way he looked on Atari was always so, so alien, so weird. Yep. But, you know, for all the times that the arcade game was ported to a system, whether it was a virtual console or an un- unlockable in Donkey Kong 64 or something like that, it wasn't until recently, probably like within the last eight years or so, or at least since the 3DS was, um, was released, did we ever truly get a perfect arcade port of Donkey Kong, which included the Pie Factory stage. That's a, right. A lot of people who I talk to sometimes are completely unaware of the Pie Factory stage because it was never released on the home console versions. Mm-hmm. But it only was two versions that I know of that I have. One was a special edition on 3DS where they made it a point to be like, this is the arcade perfect that has this missing Pie Factory stage. And I was like, what the hell is a Pie Factory stage? And then when I play it, it's a, it's a tough stage to get through. And then mm-hmm. the Donkey Kong on the Switch, the arcade archive series, yeah. has it as well. Um, so even nowadays, some people may be listening, completely unaware. There's a one, two, three, what, a fourth stage in Donkey Kong. It doesn't even appear until like your second or third playthrough, I think. Yeah, you have so. to get, you have to go... You have I to think go you have into to, it a little bit. Yeah, you have to go through it a couple of times. So, and of course, King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters, uh, yep. the movie, that documentary, uh, King Kong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kong Billy is... Billy Mitchell, forever the, <laughs> forever the villain. The villain of the world. Um, I still want to try his hot sauce. So, Donkey Kong, yeah, he definitely... You know, who knew this game that ended up being, you know, a replacement for an arcade game that, that failed in the U.S., and was a last-minute replacement because they couldn't get the, the the rights for for Popeye. That literally, this game came about because of a th- like a third almost not failure, but just it was like the final thing. It was never meant to be made. If you think about it, they just no, needed something. To, yeah, needed something to replace Radar Scope, and they and they needed something because they couldn't do Popeye, and it uh, became yeah. the success that it is. I was just gonna say sometimes that's you know that's how history happens. There you go. You know, it's just a, hap- a happenstance of circumstances. Yep. So happy anniversary to Donkey Kong. Happy forty years. Do 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 do. There I mean, is you are a. Right. It's almost as old, almost as old as us. Ugh. There is a group on TikTok. I will try and share it. Um, it's a, a singing group, like an acapella group from Japan, and they do like covers of like video games and some regular songs as well. But mm-hmm. they do Donkey Kong. And it's it drives me nuts. They all stand in the same positions. You got the one girl holding like an iPad with the with the image or whatever. And yeah. there's a woman on the bottom corner who's doing the the um the noises of Mario moving and jumping. Mm-hmm. And she's just like literally she's like like her mannerisms is so weird to watch. And it's like it's, I can't help but just watch it on loop. I'll post it on the thing. I may have before. Please I'll do. post it again. It, it, 
it's mesmerizing. It's like 15 seconds. It's just hysterical. So with that being said, though, let's wrap it up. Oh, Ant, where can they right. find us and yell at me? Oh, God. Yes, please yell at Larry over Breath of the Wild. And you can do that at Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast. You can do that on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can watch us on YouTube and IGTV. You can also listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can leave comments there, too, and yell at Larry for not liking Breath of the Wild. I, you can also email us at email at theretrogamers.com. I guarantee at least one person will agree with me. Uh, no. I guarantee it. No, I don't think you can guarantee it. Yeah, boo. All right. Well, Ant, enjoy... Uh... I feel like you got a lot of cobwebs to clean up or something. Just, you know, do what you can. I don't know. I just got to go, go find my cats. I may not stay here long. <laughs> oh, boy. All righty. Folks, we will catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs>